What was it we were going to talk about that we were like, no, let's not talk about it. Let's wait until Aubrey gets here to talk about it. Well, as you know, I was going to talk about the when I worked as a cabana boy, like flipping burgers in Park City, Utah. Um, when great, I, I think great. I was we're like, on Utah. Uh, we're on Target. Yeah, I was like 15 or 16. And there was a lifeguard who I have no idea. To be honest, I don't know. He was a couple years older than me, but it's like one of those things. He was one of the older. He was just an older lifeguard. And he would always show up like inebriated in some capacity, like admirably inebriated in some capacity to work. But when he was just like, I can't be here. This dude would bring in a dog, like a dog poo in a bag, like already bagged and just walk over to the side of the pool and just drop that shit in and then get back up in his chair and point it out and be like, everyone out. We got to close it down for the day because they didn't just zap it at this one. They shut it down for like a few hours. And this was real dog shit. This wasn't like a baby Ruth type situation. He he actually like fucked up the pool. Yeah, no, he was like, we got to clear the pool out. That's actual poop. Like, cause like, I mean, at this point, everyone's seen Caddyshack. So it was just like, you can't, you can't run that one back. And so he, he would commit to the bet and I watched him do it, I think three times. And, and with increasing, like, just sort of like admiration's the wrong word. Cause it's like probably sketchy, but I was just like, oh my God, he's doing it again. And you bring up this story to criticize me for choosing to shower after taking a bath rather than before. I don't shower. I don't take baths. Um, it's just like not in the repertoire, the self, the self care rotation. But would, would you shower before you got in the bath or would you shower after? Oh, that's an interesting quandary. I think if I really wanted to relax in the bath, like if I were really doing a self care, like candles and all that shit, I would shower before I got in the bath so that I could really relax. Cause right. It is kind of a thing where you're stewing in your own juices and that's not something that I really. That that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to yeah. actually luxuriate in it, you don't want to be thinking like I have the entire day in here with me. Exactly. Like at least, like at least a like a little pre rinse. I feel like you is have wet hair while you're like sitting there for you know maybe half an hour, and like that gets cold and uncomfortable. I would rather not have wet hair while I'm sitting in the bath relaxing. But there's like four like four measures you can take to avoid that process. Please explain. You wear a shower cap. Right? Who has a like, shower cap? I don't have a shower cap. You just grab it from the hotel. They're not reusing those things. If you pull it out, like they just they they put it's them back. Twenty twenty one. When was the last time you were at the hotel? I mean, I would early in May. I I grab I grabbed shower cap when I was at the hotel. But yeah, like you have long enough hair to pull back, which makes it the infinitely easier. Cap, yeah, you know, so you can pull. You can just pull it back. You can just do the whole avoid move, like you know, just the lean in. You know what I'm talking about? Shower chest out. <laughs> You could also just take a shower and avoid all of this altogether. Yeah, you know, I mean, or you could just give like your no hair like a little, <laughs> little rustle after you get you get done with the shower. Sit in the bath. I am not really much of a bather. Yeah, me neither. David's the bather. It's like a one and like once every two or three months type thing. What do you do when you're in there? I think. You I just reflect. think in the bath. I, I stew. I stare at my uh, M.C. Escher-like reflection in the, uh, the, the tub spigot. He marinades in all of himself. Just his whole being at that point. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, welcome back to Blowout. It is me and Reed and Albert. How's it going, guys? Going all right. Sorry I was late. It's fine. What is late? People are going to hear this at the same time regardless. Yeah, and Albert took my took my role as late one on this one, so trying to try to come up on my corner, encroach on my personal brand 15 minutes late. You know, it was not too little too late, though, recently. Please tell us. <laughs> the Garment Worker Protection Act, which was uh, just signed into law yesterday from when we're talking, um, I guess two days Fuck ago, yeah. it, was on, it was on Monday. Uh, you've heard us talk about the Garment Worker Protection Act before in California. We got to uh, hear from Reuters. It, it, I, I, I say Reuters. I don't know if you say Reuters or whatever. Uh, Reuters here saying, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill on Monday that will ensure thousands of workers in the garment industry are paid a minimum wage by the hour instead of a piece rate compensation. Newsom signed the Senate Bill 62, also called the Garment Worker Protection Act, and will pave the way for garment workers in the state to get a minimum wage of $14 per hour for employers with 26 or more employees. California is holding corporations accountable and recognizing the dignity and humanity of our workers who have helped build the fifth largest economy in the world, Newsom said in a statement. These measures protect marginalized low-wage workers, many of whom are women of color and immigrants, ensuring they are paid what they are due and improving workplace conditions. We are committed to having their backs as uh, we work to build a stronger, more inclusive economy. Uh, he added. So, yeah, Los Angeles, the, the highest concentration of garment workers uh, in the United States, so like 2,000 manufacturers employing 40,000 workers. Um, and about 85% of them before this did not earn minimum wage. They earned less than that and were instead paid piece rate, so like per garment sewed or like step sewed in a garment, about two to six cents per piece. And most of these people work 60, se- 60 to 70 hour weeks with a take-home pay of about $300. So hopefully that'll change because these were like, you know, by all definitions of sweatshop that were existing in supposedly the most regulated state in one of the more regulated countries in the world. Um, so yeah, thanks for not voting yes on the recal California. Cause like Larry Elder probably wouldn't assign this. Absolutely not. Um, but yeah, a very big deal that affects the biggest community of garment workers in the country. Um, yeah, like, much better than the 585 an hour that was average uh we had uh, talked about earlier and the seventh most like increased deadly job during the pandemic of garment work in california so hopefully this will spur further improvements for workers in california around the country or not just you know make more uh like fashion nova offshore everything and like export that exploitation But um, nice at the moment. I mean, maybe this is something that will expand into other uh, into other markets like New York. I, I it makes me concerned that people will just leave LA um, because or leave California because they'll have to pay their workers now. Um, so I don't know, but I hope not. I hope that's not the case. And for for some smaller manufacturers, most of the ones that like still do use LA. Like I think it will still be more reasonable for them to manufacture in Los Angeles than it is to to offshore it based on the the quantity that they're working at and the turnaround times that they want. Um, 
And also, I mean, like, it's hard to say how much this will affect the bottom line of some of these factories, because, you know, everyone's talked about, like, oh, if you uh, take the minimum wage up to $15 an hour nationwide, a McDonald's, like, hamburger is going to cost $20. But, like, you go to some of these other markets where people are running well above $15, like, in uh, uh, Northern Europe, and the Big Mac, like, costs relatively, like, the same. Maybe it's, like, 50 cents more. Um, so hopefully this will not make a huge impact on the consumer, but will make a enormous impact on the lives of the people making this clothing. And there's a lot of people that produce in LA still. Um, and yeah, made in LA up to this point was something that maybe you could say and feel good about, but wasn't actually doing what, uh, it was marketed towards in just like your, um, bring up your past beef with, with Dov. I don't want to reignite some old flames there between you and Mr. Dov Charney, but yeah, like the conditions at Los Angeles apparel seemed pretty hellish. Yeah. Maybe I just got to take him up on that offer to hang out. Just me and Dove. We'll just go out on the town. We'll hang out in his silver Lake pad with all the, uh, with all the 19 year old models. And we'll just talk about it all, you know, just guy to guy. I'll Can we do a spinoff workers. series called My Day with Dov, but it's like eight hours and it's like, or it's like 24, but it's just 24 <laughs> hours with Dov in, in real time. I, Kiefer Sutherland uh, does show up at some point. He yeah, just makes probably. a cameo in episode nine. This is so scary. I, just to torture you know, and harass the, the models. I guys, I yeah, I think that that would be the last you ever heard of me if I spent a day with Dove. You know, I'd be gone off the face of the earth. I don't want to do that, but if the if the money's right, I will uh, endure a whole day with Dove and uh, subject myself to whatever whatever. I mean, he's going to torture me more than the models. I think. Pain, if you want, but uh, yeah, we can see if we can get a Kickstarter going. That's an appropriate use for it, I think, in our. <laughs> that's our stretch goal should, should we like should we mention that these are made these are jokes made in poor taste so we don't get so we don't get held legally liable <laughs> <laughs> parody law parody law it's gonna be like a tier of the heddles plus subscription where you you fund you fund our show Woof. all right uh all right well um moving on to uh to product talk here something we haven't done in a minute uh first up don't click on this one yet i have a note okay. in the show notes don't don't click on it yet because this is the studio de artisan eight ounce indigo kasuri loop wheel tea which I mean as you know or any like listener of this show would know that like each one of those adjectives i used is a price multiplier and i would like you to guess what the retail cost of this t-shirt is which is a again a studio de artisan uh-huh. Eight ounce uh-huh. indigo kasuri loop wheeled short sleeve t shirt. It's that collection. So it's going to be a weird, like, uh, translated into American dollars from Australian dollars price. It's the t shirt. It's indigo. Then it's kasuri. See, like, now I know to go high. 310. 310. Wow. That's okay. That's your bid. We're. Uh, I'm you can just t- bid one dollar here. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll you didn't say this was a Price Is Right situation. That was implied. You didn't stand. No, it was not. You didn't establish rules. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be cheap. I'm. I, I'm guessing. I'm gonna guess two seventy five. I shouldn't have gone first. Ryan, can you put in the real sound rather than me doing it with my mouth? He's not going to do it. <laughs> no, that that will make it. Um, okay, we overshot it. You, you both overshot a little bit. It was it's uh, one seventy five twenty seven. Oh, you set this up like it wasn't what Capitals yeah. logo T shirts retail for. I mean, what do Capitals logo T shirts retail for? Like one sixty. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, no. I guess in this country, a four pack of Vis or a three pack of Visvim t-shirts goes for like four hundred dollars. Okay, so this costs more than a here. than per tee than a Visvim t-shirt. But yeah, I mean, those are Visvim's just white. Just, They're not like Kasuri dyed. It's like those. I don't even think those ones have been touched with the mud or whatever. Yeah. Other this one's really cool. That is cool. It it it, it is. It is worth it for one hundred and seventy five bucks. It's I like think. an optical illusion. Yeah, it, it's like they tie dyed the individual yarns and it sort of looks like, you know, if um, you've ever seen like people who put Levi's shrink to fits like they, they put them in the washing machine, they put them in the dryer. It's like they get marbled, but it's not a T-shirt and it like looks good. I'm a fan of this one. Like if I had an extra hundred and seventy five dollars and twenty seven cents plus whatever it would cost to like ship it from Australia. I would consider it. The fabric is pretty insane too. Just sort of that knit pattern that they got with the loop wheeling. Yes, it's very irregular. Slubby as hell, but it's also got this like zigzag thing that's happening. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Full grain cotton, which I don't know what they're really uh, saying by saying full grain cotton. That it's like, does that mean they leave the seeds and the stems in there or? Uh... It's steel, it's steel cut. Steel like, cut. Their, like their oats. <laughs> yeah, the groats aren't flattened. Um, Freshly quarried, yeah. Four needle construction. I, I know you know what that means on one of the loop wheelers, but yeah, it's uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. So moving on to other expensive blue things, we've got the uh, warehouse all leather award jacket, which um, yeah, I sort of step on my own joke here, but yeah, more other expensive blue things should be the title of the show. Cue the laugh track, Ryan. Um. <laughs> Don't do it, right? <laughs> Don't do it. Just you leave you leave him hanging. Yeah, he's leave him out in the cold where he belongs. This is expensive. One thousand four hundred thirty-one dollars and three cents U.S. dollars. Yeah, it's a it's a multiplier. The last one, but it's a varsity jacket where the whole thing is leather. Even the collar? No, no, not the collar. There's ribbing. It appears that is not yeah. leather. Wild if they went leather ribbing. There was a there was a Fine Creek jacket we had at Selfridge when I was there. It was called the Cardinal jacket, and it was like a version of this, but it was like Dodger blue. It was very sick. It was super light leather. I don't remember what it was. Um, this darker blue, I'm not so into. It looks fairly heavy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like the look of it. It, it looks very um, like Sean Astin and Rudy type thing. Um, or like the uh, Craig T. Nelson show, The Coach. Did you ever watch that one, the sitcom from the, the early 90s? Craig T. Nelson was a uh, football coach. I did not watch that one. In the early uh, 90s. Somehow out of my wheelhouse. The Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know. It goes back to the leather jacket thing. We carried a lot of dark blue leather at Union Made for a while. I feel like I feel like it did not hit the way we thought it would. 
blue leather is like pandering too much to our niche. You know, like you know, <laughs> it's just too on give, the nose. Yeah, it's too on the nose. It's like they're already all wearing dark blue on every other surface of their body. So why why give this to they? You know, I've been thinking a lot about. You can't give people what they want. You got to give people what they don't know they want yet. You know, and and someone was like, "I want indigo dyed le- perfecto jackets or something," and we can't give them that. By God, we'll give it to them. They're gonna get it. You know, the the the, the piggies want their slop, and that slop is indigo. <laughs> <laughs> and and Ooh, we're here to serve it up. T- took shots. Oink, at oink. They- Everyone on the call, and then also probably everyone listening. It's tough break. Sorry, folks. No, that no, that's, I, that's the content feed stream. I'm I'm fully aware of what we're doing here. He caught lots of bodies just with that one, including mine. R.I.P. Reed. If you dumb little piggies want to join Heddles Plus, I say this as someone that owns like uh, five shirts total, and four of them are indigo. All right. You have murder suicide on us, then I see. <laughs> Just took yourself out with it. Oh wow! But yeah, I like the jacket. So we got two two nays and a yay. And to be honest, my nay is mostly just predicated on the leather thing. Like I think the jacket otherwise is pretty solid. Like if that thing was in a satin, I'd be fucking all. Oh over yeah, it. yeah, I love it. Like, if, if that yeah, if that thing was a Chamala did like a reversible satin one at one point that kind of looked like that, but without the it was just navy blue and white also on the ribbing. Uh, oh my and god, guys. Peach on oh, the other sorry. side it was fucking great. Keep keep going with this product talk, but I got sent something that in my email about a that I will have to share with you. Um I'm going to forward it to both you guys. Are we breaking news on pod? Yeah, you guys keep on keep on doing the product talk. I'll I'll try and figure out the best way to send this over to you guys. Okay. Speaking of satin, being a satin, would you like to introduce the the final thing, at least that I prepared? The uh, engineered garments, explorer shirt jacket, olive satin quotes around olive satin, single, not double. For those playing the home game, that's the one. Could you please uh, walk us through the engineered garments, explorer shirt jacket uh, quote, olive satin? Yeah, I can't find a ton of uh, product info on it. Am I? I'm. I'm oh, not missing none. it. There's yeah, none. I'm not missing it. So it's. I'm assuming this is a hundred percent something, or maybe it's not. It could be either. Um, satin, not satin. No. Important. Satin. Yeah, it's not. Not with the double e there. Uh, no, it's got. It's like a. It's a shirt jacket, as one would. It looks like it's just like a button-down pattern with. I don't know how many pockets. I'm counting on first blush. Three, six, eight, eight, eight eight pockets uh six of them six of them pouch pockets two of them just like a patch pocket mm-hmm. near the side Little this thing's pocket. pretty cool i like this thing it is it's like i feel like engineered garments they they shoehorn a c1 survival vest into another garment every season and i'm usually there for it yeah this is that like it's like nigel thornberry would look very at home in mm-hmm. this piece on a cooler night when he needed sleeves you know I know it's not really the equator vibe that he was going with, but like, a, it's when he needed sleeves. He's a colonizer. We don't need to sympathize with him. What did Nigel Thornberry wear? I think he wore like a. Didn't he wear like a vest and a short sleeve shirt underneath it, like a short sleeve button down? I thought he had like the safari shirt with like the the khaki oh, yeah. one with like the four pockets, like the bellowed pockets that he had the sleeves rolled up, and he had shorts. 
Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. He's got green shorts and a safari shirt. Yeah, it's a short sleeve safari shirt. But some, yeah, no, not colonizer bullshit. Yeah, he could have worn this on a on a chilly night if he ever left his his colonial ways and decided to go home, you know, but still wanted to keep the the look. <laughs> Guys, I, I haven't ever reckoned with uh, the colonial implications of the wild thornberries. It's, it's unbelievable. All, it's it's unbelievable. all crashing down there's, on me right now. There's literally no way they could fucking air that show. I don't think anymore. Like it's just it's one of those ones where it's like this one's lost to time for a good reason. The mustache is iconic. Eliza. The calipers show the brain pans of these locals. <laughs> it's about too small for us. I think they got chased out of every village. It was just like, it was really bad. Like every single place, it could have been like Lagos, like with like 30 million people. And they'd be like, this is a village. It's like, nah. yeah, it was, it was a pretty wild show. Wow. I'm only remembering, I'm only remembering the crossover movie, the, the Rugrats one. They my crossed dad that over? On that one. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I, my dad worked on that one, but that's all I, I don't remember them very well. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't, I wasn't aware that they were canonically in the same universe. Yeah, I thought those well, were, the I would have guessed. The Rugrats, I think are still fairly, um, uh, they, they hold up much better. I, the Rugrats, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that one. Ernie has a Rugrats collar. I, to be honest, if I had to guess, I would have put the Thornberries and Rocket Power in the same universe. Yeah. I mean, those are all the same era of, of Nickelodeon's, you know, Post Rugrats, Snick. Snick it, uh, Snick lineup. Maybe not. Just our real monsters. Really got, really got off track with this, uh, engineered garments, explore shirt jacket, olive satin. Mm hmm. It's I like, like it, a though. militarized thornberry. I like the little, like, uh, backpack, like, button between the two pockets at the top. There's 10 pockets on this thing. I didn't even see the two on the back. There's so many There's pockets on the back. here. Oh, yeah, there are. Yeah. There's 10 pockets on this thing. You, I, If you fill them all, you have too many things. I'm just saying that objectively too many things. Yeah, you can't really see it from here, but I imagine they probably put a map like pocket zipper in that like bellows pleat on the back as well. I would not put it past them. I sent you guys a jacket on Slack. And um, so this, what I received a kind of, cryptic dm this morning from this i guess it's a fashion brand with it kind of has a charitable bent to it i guess they don't really have a a web shop but i guess they release different jackets for different charities and they were like hey we have a new jacket for a new charity and do you want to see what it you know i guess being i guess they want content with it um but they were, they asked if I wanted to see the jacket and I said, well, I guess, you know, I'd have to see the jacket and they wouldn't DM it to, like based on, because this has never been released. We'll have to email it to you. We can't DM it to you. Oh, are so, you busting embargo for us? I mean, I guess on pod, you can't really do that because we're just going to describe it. Yeah. 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 I'm you, kinda, just I'm, don't say the name of the, yeah, I'm not going to say their name. So I just want you guys to look at this. Like, is it, I don't know what's happening here. I mean, is the charity like sad children of indiscriminate age uh, need bicycles? Well, no, it's sad children of it is sad a sad children charity. That is for sure. A lot of them are. Yeah, it's sort of like a capital care bear type type thing. Uh huh. Oh, I'm looking at the uh, embroidered text on the front. One just says blue with a couple explanation points and others says, oh, it says, what is your favorite color above it? And we've got like a smiley face and some like kids running. 
It's like clip art was embroidered onto this. Yeah. Why does it say daddy? <sighs> Why don't you say daddy? <sighs> I would like, I would, I would, if this jacket just said daddy all over it, I, <laughs> I would accept it in, in a heartbeat. But it says daddy literally four inches above the word dinosaur. <laughs> but it says boogers too. Sorry, we also need another image. Wait, where does it say boogers? <laughs> Sorry, I, I have another image I need to send over. It shows daddy more clearly. Like, it I looks like Addy. the kids are running away. From, I mean this with like as much sincerity. I don't know what's happening. It is so unclear. <laughs> like, Sorry, I sent you another image. You can see it better. Like a stock image fairy tale company threw up on a leather jacket. Do you think I would like just be apprehended in the street if I were wearing this jacket? I don't know. I think I think somebody could pull it off. Does it say save the children on the arm? The fuck is going on with this? I feel so badly because someone made this. This feels like maybe like a too many cooks kind of thing. Like, you know, maybe they just, you know. Yeah. Just too many designer drugs in the process, too. <laughs> yeah. Like someone threw up a bag of Skittles. Well, maybe you could. I like the words on the front, but maybe you guys could seam rip off. No, it's on leather. No, I, I like the know. colors. This isn't all that bad. I like the colors a lot. I think the words, it's saying daddy is funny and boogers and I love dinosaurs. Um, I don't love all the images on the sleeves, though. The more we talk about the words, the more I like it. But like daddy's, <laughs> daddy somehow is the best thing on the. It's just the funniest by far. Like playtime is really creepy on the other side to be like buttressed against like boogers, daddy, I love dinosaurs, playtime. Like it is so infantile, but these are grown people wearing them. Well, it's just, you know, if I have to make content about why I like the jacket and I'm like, I like it because it says daddy. <laughs> I mean, it's nice that they're doing it for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Like, and that's the thing. I think the intentions behind this are really good. I just, it is a little unfortunate. I think, you know, I, yeah, I just feel like there may have been, I'm sure there were a lot of different people that had a lot of different feedback on what they wanted this to be, you know? So it genuinely seems like they asked a four year old what they wanted on a jacket. Right. And he was just yeah. like, yo, what's your favorite color? Blue boogers, playtime boogers, daddy. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Like, kid in the back yelled boogers. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like the spy laughed. kids of jackets. They all laughed oh, for too wow. long. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, the spy kids, spy kids is kind of dark. This jacket is just all light except, except the part where it says, save the children. Is that what it says on the arm? Yeah, it does. I say you take them up on the seating option if they're giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And then you send it after your obligatory photo to David. And then we just we have David make that his like transition season coat for the year. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good. Or you send that's it to good. me and then I'll embroider more words on it and then send it back to them without telling them. All right, yeah. we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back in just a sec thank you albert we live in a fast-paced world sometimes you just need to slow down and stop heddles plus the new membership program of exclusive content giveaways discounts and a community chat forum try a month free with the code extra blowout so welcome back, and uh, Reed, you have something to share with us, something something novel and uh, clothing-related. 
What is? Can can you you're uh, showing us? Can you please tell us? This is a notoriously visual medium. Um, no, I purchased uh, Chilbies recently from the company Chilbies, which Chilbies. Was how can how can you spell Chilbies? C H I L L B I E S. Chilbies. Uh, is that um, made by the the Chubbies people? Absolutely not. Like whatever the whatever the inverse reciprocal is of that uh, personality wise. Um, Slimmies. You know they're. <laughs> No, not that either. Um, <laughs> chubbies are fairly slim, weirdly enough. They mm. hug the thighs. Um, they're not baggies, that's for sure. Chubbies are not baggies. Mm. Um, you heard it here. But, no, so these are, they're made in the U.S. They're made by, there's a store in Utah called Hath and Brooks, still around, but not as like a storefront, more of a concept uh, mm-hmm. thing at this point. But the owner and founder of that store started selling what he called Chilbies. Now it's just branched about into a label. They're basically like, uh, they're wa- They're made in the USA. They're waterproof. They're shoes. They're, I don't they're know shoes. if we said that yet. Apologies. They're shoes. Like the ones that I got are of course, uh, backless so I can slip them on and off. They're mules, mm-hmm. but they also, I believe make them in like a mid, a mid now. And like, they're ima- imagine like a hunter boot with a cap toe, but hand cut off at like the, uh, the top of the foot and turn into a clog is the best way I could describe what they look like. And they are absurdly comfortable and totally waterproof, which was a huge problem I was running into with the cork sole on a Birkenstock. Um, as anyone who has tried that can probably attest to. Uh, are they like injected molded plastic, like a crock or like, what are they? Do they have no, half to them? Is like looking at them. They look like half of a blundstone. Yeah, that's kind of what they, like, that's what they feel like. They're definitely not light. Like, it's good, solid rubber. Um, I don't know what kind of rubber it is. Um, I could look that up. But no, like, the inside is, it's different than, like, just like a normal, like, it doesn't feel like one of those, like, Birkin Crocs or a Croc. Mm -hmm. Um, Not, like, as heavy as a paraboot is, but not much lighter. The mules are such a thing right now, and this is kind of the, uh, the the hefty mule, right? It's like the, uh, it's like the, the puddle stomping. It's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how quite to describe it. Like, I feel like they very much can, can off road in them, not like at a quick pace, because obviously like there's no sport mode on those can't flip up the back. Like you might be able Mm -hmm. to on the beatniks or, or the Crocs or something like that. But no, it was like, uh, I felt like. I don't know. How often does your heel get like super soaked? I was like, there's like a, there could be a way I could wear a backless shoe through the winter. And, uh, Caleb flowers who makes these has been doing them for a couple of years now. And I was like, yo, I'm this, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm doing them. And I could not like the, I think the insole is like an inch and a half thick of just foam. I have no idea how it's going to wear in, but it is so comfortable right now. They remind me of when I think I was like 11 or 12. I had a pair of van skate shoes that I just you know, wore and wore and wore and like uh, completely blew out the back of them. Uh, like, so they, they sort of became mules. And my mom was like, we have to get you new shoes. This is embarrassing. You're embarrassing your family by wearing these dirty shoes everywhere. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep wearing these shoes because I was me at the time. So my solution to it was to just cut off the back of the shoe with uh, with scissors. And then I wore them like they were slides. Um, for a few more weeks until they fell apart and water got in them and they started molding. And, um, then my mom threw them away while I was asleep. 
And uh, how did you react? This is the that's how I want to know. Oh, I well, was extremely upset. Yeah, I, I imagine was, you reacted well. I was I was very very unhappy about this. You're being uh, very brave as you tell this, but I can tell it. it yeah, was. it's it's yeah, we're resurfacing like a 20 year old trauma here for me, but. Uh, Maybe through these chilbies, I'll be able to experience, you know, the uh, the van's mule that could have been, or that was was robbed from me. It's a it's a cool model too. He like strips out all the excess packaging. Like he literally just sends them in a bag, like a shipping bag, because it's like I mean they're rubber. Like you can't, you genuinely can't fuck them up. Um, there's always there's like these imperfections up top because he does them by hand. Like just cuts them. They're like, just like a rubber injected mold type thing. Yeah, they like they start tall. Like they kind of look like tall. They just got they Wellington s- boots and like cut off the the back of them. Yeah, I got them like just like made up front. Yeah, and then just basically turn them into mules or Chelsea boots, depending on the uh, depending on what you're looking for. Can you buy them like DIY for cheaper? Will they send you the full boot and like you just take a pair of scissors? I don't think so. I think he sourced this boot. Like I think he like I think this is his boot that he like that he's doing. Like, I don't think he's just, like, buying. I could be wrong. Um, but, yeah. like, um, But, yeah, they're made in the U.S., and they got, like, some fucking tire tread on these things. Nice. Well, thank you for informing us of Chilbies. I have a, a link for those, too. Um, now, Albert, uh, the last time I believe we spoke, you were on your way to uh, the Pitbull concert at the YouTube Theater. Uh, That's correct. Can we get a scene report? Yeah, um, well, we got there. We weren't really sure what the seating situation would be. And I think, as I mentioned, I have a relative who works for Pitbull. And we weren't Mm. sure exactly what that would mean for our tickets. Um, We got there. We were in the second row. So we were in like a packed like indoor stadium with thousands of people behind us. And we were in the second row at Pitbull. Um, And the splash zone. Yeah, it was a little overwhelming to be that close. Well, you know, it was kind of, it was just overwhelming to be in a room with that many people. Um, it was l- mostly women and a lot of really, a lot of young people. Like a lot of, I think Gen Z, Gen Z is bringing back Pitbull kind of as a bit. A lot of people dressed up as Pitbull, you know, with like bald caps and suits. <laughs> And that's fucking amazing. There were like several groups of like, you know, Gen Z girls that all dressed up as Pitbull. Um, they stay undefeated. I, these kids. I, I want to see pictures of this. This is fascinating to me now. Um, and I, yeah, I actually saw one of them on a, on a, on a dating app after the show. I was like, Oh, you must've been there. Um, wait, like but, one of their, their like profile pictures on the dating app was their Pitbull costume was their Pitbull costume. Yeah. Um, do they sing back the words at Pitbull, like dashboard confessional concerts, like circa 2005? Like, do they know every word to like, I don't even, yeah, I don't, I can't name one off the top right now, to be totally honest. We, I know, I know the songs. I don't know the names. That's the hard part because I was so close and like the people that were sitting around me were kind of serious, you know, like they weren't, they were there for the art. They were there for the art. Yeah. And, uh, they, you know, and it was like the, they're like people behind us were really, you know, like, cause people would say something and I would react to it and then it would reach the people behind me like a <laughs> second later, you know, like the, like the hordes of people. 
Um, yeah, that's what then, you pay for in the, the for the front rows is to get that. Yeah, <laughs> like just that the second people around earlier. you, like shushing other people, or no. But then, like, like a bunch of like these drunk women, I would assume in their forties, kind of rushed the stage, and they were all like in our area, and because we were in the second row, and the first row ended, and our row like went a little longer, and these women were so drunk they thought that they could that there was still a first row they could sit in so these women kept like sitting down where there was no seat and falling into us and uh it was getting wild i just like you know because people people like people had a lot of interesting things to say He, he he said that that there is there is no race there's only the human race which really makes you think um he also said that america is the best country in the world and and you know and it it made him the man he is today and so he loves america um he also he kept saying that like if you didn't use social media you could basically fuck him like if like he was like you come back to my hotel room if you don't use social media he had a lot to say about social media he said he said i've never i've I've never had a i've never been a follower he was talking about social media he said, one day it's TikTok and the next day it's TikTok, he also said. He had a lot of interesting things to say. He because he I doesn't have a lot put to, that on a tombstone. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a lot to do in these songs, you know, because he's kind of featured in small ways on a lot of songs. You know, like on Timber, he has like one verse and then he says Timber a couple of times, you know, throughout the rest of the song. So it was really like his dancers that were kind of stealing the show. And there were a lot of moments I could tell where he's been kind of edited. There were a lot of moments where I could tell he was like in a previous iteration of the show, he would have like smacked the ass of every dancer, but he's, he would kind of just like sort of half mime that, he you would know, like hand the, it. yeah, kind of like he would just suggest it. Uh, so the people in the back know, don't know that they probably thought he was making contact, but he got yeah. his point across to you. Yeah. I under I un I understand what Pitbull is about, and he made no outfit changes. He wore just one regular black suit the whole time, except at one point he put on a black cowboy hat, and that was the only image I posted of him on social media. And not a single person <laughs> knew that was Pitbull. So, uh, him in a cowboy hat is really strange. I could send that I could send that picture to you guys. What was the Slack. pant length like? The pant length, um, it wasn't crazy long, uh. No, he's known for like, short. I feel like he goes, I feel like he, he brings him up. Mm-hmm, no break. Oh, he didn't. Yeah, it wasn't anything egregious. It wasn't like a high water or anything. Okay. Um, nothing. Uh, like he was wearing something very basic. It's it's just a black, black shirt, black. I mean, I met someone else on his team who was wearing a much cooler, like open black silk shirt and black suit that I think he pitbull should have been wearing it just seemed like he had run to a i don't know just any kind of basic men's suit store and grabbed a suit it I just Googled didn't pitbull costume to try to get a look at what these pitbull fans dressed up look like and i got a lot of um cute pitbulls in like sailor outfits and then i got a lot of like very disturbing like humans dressed up as if they were pitbulls but yeah it's an interesting crowd because it doesn't it's hard to tell who's there for him and who's there just for the bit and uh yeah but everyone got very dressed up there's a lot of like kind of club wear kind of stuff i hadn't seen people that kind of dolled up in a long time and uh yeah it was it was uh it was interesting well thank you for that uh thank you for the scene report 
Um, if you want more of this, uh, you can think about joining up at Heddles Plus. You can join that at uh, Heddles.plus. Just go to, in your browser, Heddles.plus. You get exclusive discounts at stores all over the web. You got uh, more blowout episodes. Uh, you don't have to listen to those teasers anymore that we make. Uh, you also get giveaways that happen every other week. And you get a Discord where you can send us pictures of your pants and talk about your scene report and uh, post your favorite Pitbull costume. Uh, also, you get 20% off at the Heddles Shop, uh, where this week we have uh, these awesome, like, Faribo woolen Milko uh, blankets. They're like these... I got a good deal on these because it was their seconds that are uh, U.S. Navy blankets that they forgot to print U.S. Navy on them, so they're just cream with a blue stripe. There's nothing else wrong with them, and so we have them for like half the cost of what a regular new Faribault Woolen Mills blanket would be. And we got these really cool vests made out of them uh, that were done by my friend Sam that has a cool brand called Strauss Malcolm in New York. Uh, love the vest, love the blankets. Those are a limited time thing. Once they're gone, there are literally no more of these in existence. Find those at shop.heddles.com. Uh, uh, Reed, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, what's our email address? Blowout at heddles.com. Heddles like the website. That's the one. Uh, and also, if you want to send us a phone call, like our friend up in Ottawa did last week, uh, our number for that is 720-675-7098. Uh, Albert, anything that you want to plug aside from uh, Mr. Worldwide coming to a, an arena near you? Um, I would just tell everyone to keep a close eye on the Heddle Shop because we have a lot of cool stuff coming and you're going to want to be there when it drops. That we do. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. And uh, we will catch you next week. Bye-bye.